Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And this is the intro to our very special, 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 how many specials did I say? Three. I need at least four more. Special, 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 special guest, Nicholas Haynes. Oh my gosh. It was such an incredible conversation. Tell them a little bit about Nick, please. I'm going to start with that and then we're just going to go hog wild here. We're going to go crazy. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> he uh, yeah. is. Let's get the details out well, so we can go London. crazy. Oh, he's a create. I think he's in London. Had the best voice, you guys. Just wait <sighs> for like, it. Oh, oh, oh yes, people. Okay. The, he's the creator of the Vitality Test, which mm-hmm. I can say that me and Mine truly, Gina. She's my Valentine. <laughs> Wait a minute. How am I now yours truly? That is some jacked up. Listen, we on need, our website, we need to have better boundaries. <laughs> we have none. <laughs> I, I, it's like I'm taking the wall down. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you Send put help. the wall up, I take it down. Send help. Oh my God. Oh, okay, listen. He is the creator of the Vitality Test and co founder of the Five Institute. Right. Uh, Nick is an entrepreneurial, international speaker strategist, author, and teacher in Chinese energetics. Ancient Chinese philosophies is beautiful. beautiful. Lost traditions, really, Gina. I'm making that up, but that is the truth. He told us that. He has spent all of his adult life practically applying the wisdom of Chinese philosophy within health, personal development, business, leadership, relationships, and international change. Yes. Nicholas has always considered physical, mental, and spiritual health and well-being as a cornerstone of personal and international change. Mm. He spent as 35 years on the front line as a practitioner of traditional Chinese medicine and running a busy complementary health center in Nottingham before retiring in 2015. I can assure you he's not retired. He's probably busier than he ever was before. I mean, the man sounds like it goes from meeting to <laughs> meeting, meeting to meeting. Yes. yes. Yeah. Over time, Nick conducted over 50,000 one-on-one consultations mm. and as testimony to his commitment and expertise for the majority of that time, he had a waiting list of at least six months to see him as a new client, stretching out to some points of two years. Like wow. people really wanted to have it. a piece of him. We got him just it. for the podcast. We really did and and get to share him with with our audience. I mean, it talk about generous in spirit. Mm. I mean, talk, wealth of knowledge, just brilliant man who's, you know, a subject matter expert. I think if you looked it up on the dictionary, there'd be a picture of Nick there for sure. But just a generosity of his spirit and a real passion for what he does and sharing what he does and and so that it can help people inform people better in their lives. Just, just an amazing, amazing human being. It was, it was a brilliant conversation. I, I loved it, Gina. And his corporation is so beautiful. Kindness yeah. is a, its heart and soul and center. Yes. And I love the kind set is a new mindset. Kind set is the new mindset. Is it kind to me? Is it kind to others? Is it kind, kind to the planet? planet? Yeah. And 
we wanted Nick to be a part of our podcast in February specifically because it is the, we had the Lunar New Year. On the 1st. Mm -hmm. Of February, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the year of the water tiger. Mm -hmm. And water is the element energy and tiger is the I don't know what they call that. The, it's I, almost like the, the sign. The I, sign for the yeah, year ahead. The, I always of. think in terms of astrology, everything goes together. But the most important thing is, is we've come out of two metal years, which were uh, metal, and it was the ox last year, which is plotting. We, me and Gina did a, 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 you know, a look at who thought 2020 was worse. 2020 was the year of the rat, and it was a metal year. And 2021 is the ox. Well, we all universally people thought 2021 was worse and that, you know, the rat is resourceful. It's going to run around and try to make things happen. I think we saw mm -hmm. that with the, with the pandemic, when that happened, people were trying to be resourceful and figure things out. And then 2021 was a plotting. We thought it was going to be better. And really it was about an invitation to let things go and find out what truly matters in your life and let things go that are not serving you. And you know, the circumstances that were created, absolutely, that absolutely resonated with me. So Gina mm-hmm. and I, last Sunday, took his master class mm-hmm. on the year of the water tiger. So it was 1961. He's going to talk a little bit about this uh, in the podcast. It was 1961, the last time we've had this energy of water plus tiger. Right. And it's going to set the foundation for the next 60 years, Gina. Yeah, he's he, he talks quite a bit in the podcast um, and, but certainly, as Holly said, we took this this course over the weekend and in depth about it, and and just the opportunity in front of us this with this year to really kind of set the stage and set a new kind of way of communicating, collaborating, focus in this year. So, if anybody's looking for a deep breath of relief that some some difference is coming, it's coming this year. And so I think that was exciting to hear. And there's what that means and exactly how that will play out is obviously still subject to to the future, but it's coming. Change is coming. And energetically, we're going to feel a shift if people aren't feeling it already. I love that. And he does talk about the vitality test. I think everybody should take that. I've had my whole family take it. Yes. We, we love the it's test. Great... It really, it, it's the five elements yep. and looks at your personality profile and how he just, all of it's free. All of that's free. Yeah. yeah. And like we've done on this podcast, yeah. you know, it's another tool of knowing yourself. awareness oh, and knowing so. yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And so just, it is just in the the information that shared with your results is very thoughtful and thorough in terms of how how your element shows up for you and the positive and where there might be some blind spots and how to augment that and and what other what other uh, element to shore shore yourself up with in order to help yeah in certain situations just well and i gave masterfully gina done. a shit ton of material to make fun of me on okay I so am, i mean did. she's got extra I mean, material we're putting it on our we'll, we'll link it in the notes we're going to put our actual elements although you'll find out if you listen to this podcast which we hope you do it's a wealth of knowledge we're putting it out on our bios on yeah. our on our um website so we want to send you there as well everything will be linked yeah. uh you can sure go knows. listen to the master class that we took it was a three-hour class i think it'll 
we'll button it down to something shorter than that if you want to. I think it's a small fee to yeah. to get access to that. Uh, go to the Five Institute. All that will be linked. Nicholas and or Nick, we call them both in the yeah. podcast. We're sorry, Nicholas, Nick. Uh, we couldn't decide <laughs> he said he what didn't we mind wanted. Either. And yeah. so yeah. I think he was just sometimes he's a Nicholas, sometimes he's a Nick. That's what I thought. That's what and I thought. And he's a delightful human, a beautiful soul, and he shares so much in this podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Yes, please do. Here we go. This is a big deal today. Big. I mean, epic. I mean, honestly, I had to do like you know, know, somersaults that were energetic because I'd break something. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and all these things, because I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for days. And, and honestly, for all of the listeners, you know, I'm usually just a hair late. I was early today with bells on. <laughs> this is ready. true. This is true. Could not be more excited to get here this morning for I today's, today's interview. You I love it. Well, it? we're going to, yes, we are. We're going to get right into it, uh, Gina, so that we have enough time with our beautiful guest today. Yes. His name is Nicholas Haynes. He is the creator of the Vitality Test, which we've both taken. Yes, we have. It's going to be on our website too. Mm-hmm. And we want you to take it. And a co-founder of the Five Institute. We'll talk about that. And the author of The Art of Kind and Flowing Relationships. Welcome, Nick, to the show. Hi, Nick. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Lovely to have you here. And if you've been excited, you should have seen me. (laughs) You should have seen me. (laughs) It's pretty. We are truly honored to have you today. So thank you for making the time and being uh, here with our listeners. Uh, I know they'll, they'll learn a ton from today's conversation. So. Absolutely. And thank you. It's like six o'clock in England right now. So, yeah. you know, we, and, we've got you at the end of the week. So this is awesome. Yes. Excellent. And we thought that it would be fun, Nicholas, to actually set an intention for the podcast. And so I have one that I got from you. Okay. And then maybe Mm. we can set a collective one if we want to, but I thought that we could breathe more kindness Mm. into the world with this show. And that that's one of my wonderful um, intentions for all of us. Yeah. So I, is there another one that we should do? Mm. Is there another intention that we hope this information, you know, hearts on people? Yeah. Maybe some understanding of themselves and how to carry that happiness into the world. Mm. Well, well, if you think about kindness in its true sense, we, and so at the Five Institute, we talk about your kind set. And that's like your mindset, except it's all around kindness. Mm. And the kind set is, is it kind to me? Is it kind to others? Is it kind to the planet? So if you just say, okay, we're going to do kindness, it's about kindness to me, kindness to other people, kindness to the planet. And it's about that harmony and that balance. And I've never ever met anybody that's too kind, but I have met people that are out of balance, mm. as in they're being much kinder to other people than they are to themselves, or they're being so. So it's around that harmony. So I'm really happy with kindness as an intention because it's like all encompassing, isn't it? It's about our relationship with ourselves, other people, and the planet. So. Let's just stick with kindness. Yeah. I love that. And I know <laughs> that your organization is rooted in, that's the heart of your organization is kindness. Mm-hmm. I read the comments uh, yeah. about how it speaks to you. And and I was going to ask you, well, what does kindness mean? And does it mean paying in the Starbucks line for the person behind you? You know, And I think you did address that, that, mm-hmm. that perhaps that isn't necessarily the kindness you're speaking about. No, no, no. Because I, I think this is a really interesting conversation because I think the issue is 
if we're constantly excessive kind to, to other people and we get that imbalance going mm. and we're not kind to ourselves, then we can actually start to feel a fraud. Like, yes. oh, I'm always kind to outside, but actually I don't feel like a kind person. And you don't feel like a kind person because you're not actually being kind to yourself. Right. So it creates this imposter syndrome and we just have to again get more and more kind to other people, less and less kind to ourselves and more and more. So it, cre- it creates that kind of uh, that imbalance. Right. So I think it's just very simple. Is it kind to me? Is it kind to other people? There's always at times circumstances going to be a little bit this way, a little bit that way. But overall, am I get am I getting that balance right? Yeah. And so it's not about hierarchy, like start with me. Is it good for me? You know, there isn't necessarily a hierarchy. There's a balance uh, with kindness. Yeah. But the problem is that we sometimes have to kind of redress the balance and actually say, okay, let's try and get this back in balance and do a bit more for me because I'm so out of balance. And then I've kind of got that bit right. And then you have other people that kind of uh, do nothing for anyone else and (laughs) nothing for the planet. And then they've got to get back in balance and do a bit more for other people, a bit more for the planet. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of just getting ourselves back in balance. And for us, each individually, it's there's some area we need to work on most. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really about you're, you're kind to what you value. And if you, and lots of things like the planet, we should really value it because it's kind of essential for most of us to <laughs> live yeah. But most of it times out of sight, out of mind. Right. Whereas someone asking for help, they're right. And you've con- so it's about being co- really conscious of it and working out what it is that you value, what it is you matter, what matters to you, and, and keeping that, that, that overall balance right. Yeah. It's an art. It's an art form. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely an intention and a, it's a mindset, as you said. Well, and talk about mm. flow. I mean, you know, what you suggested is, you know, at, you always have to be in awareness, in alignment with listening to where you might be out of balance. And so, you know, as life progresses, things will evolve and you will maybe pay attention more to others than self or to the planet than self or, and you always just have to be part of flow is being aware of what's going on and adjusting as needed, right? So sometimes yeah. I need to give more back to me versus the planet or or others. So I think, yeah. you know, that level of awareness is is huge. And so much of your work um, highlights helping us all be more aware of who we are, what we're all about, and some tools to help us navigate um, effectively in the yeah. world. So I'm super excited. I love the kindness. I love the kindness intention. It's Simple and perfect all at the same time. Yeah. So um, what, what's it, what, what's really important to remember is that I'm only a kindness ambassador to up till seven o'clock UK time. <laughs> so I've, I've got about another forty minutes of being nice and kind. Okay. After that, I, 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 I turn into a monster. I was gonna. I can't off, wait. Well, I mean, we might have to go long just, just to see, to see what it. happens. <laughs> I know. I can't. We'll, we'll let you all know how scary he is when he get there. Yeah. Right. When the clock strikes. So Nicholas, why don't you talk a little bit about your um, background experience, kind of just kind of how you're rooted in the work that you do and kind of what some of the, those pillars are for you and, and how that's um, informed the institute you've created, the work that you've done, you know, the kind of conversation we're having here today and, and, and just share kind of a, a bit about yourself with our listeners, if you, if you wouldn't mind. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, we all have kind of like um, foundations to, to, to however we're created. Yeah. Uh, and I think one of really kind of big foundation stone for me was when I was five, my mother was really ill and she was in hospital for kind of around about a year. And we were kind of like fostered around different, different families. There were five of us. We were fostered around different families. And every month I would move to a different family. So it was like as a five-year-old, every month, we, and, and, and they were doing it for the reasons that people do it for the reasons they did. Yeah. But the response was of every moving every month as a five-year-old for a year. Uh, that's a lot of homes you go in and out of. And what I did was I developed, I became hyper-vigilant, as in I just started watching and seeing everything. Because you have to fit in really quickly. Yep. You suddenly move to a different family with lots of other kids. You've got to work out things really, really. So I became really, really hypervigilant watching everything. Mm. And then it kind of resolved itself. And then, but I was always hypervigilant. By the time I was a, a teenager, I was like really uh, anxious and stressed and yeah. panicky and lots of kind of uh, panics and, uh, and, and stuff. And then I tried to deal with that. I, I know what I'll do. I'll spend my time drunk. Mm. That will sort it out. And that wasn't great. <laughs> so, so that kind of that kind of went. That kind Makes of went you forget for a bit, but yeah, it doesn't work long <laughs> you term. For a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't, yeah. doesn't really work. Doesn't no. really work. It doesn't really work out. And they <laughs> then doctors would give me various things to calm, try and calm me down, and nothing, nothing really like nothing like that worked. Hmm. Um, and then through a series of things in uh, the nineteen eighties, nineteen eighty, I ended up in Los, uh, living in Los Angeles. So I went out there. Uh, and I was doing some research into curling and photography, photographing people's auras. Mm. And it was at an acupuncture college. And in order to understand the research, they said, I had to kind of study some acupuncture, some Chinese philosophy, energetics, to understand what the photographing auras was, was about. And I kind of bumped into the kind of five elements. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you've seen the film The Matrix. It was like I suddenly could see the code mm. i saw how economics worked and politics works and, and relationships worked and how we interacted and it was just literally from a diagram and going through it, it was literally i thought oh i have i have a code now uh, and my anxiety just completely disappeared wow Boom. oh just yeah. went because you finally had a tool or an outline or something that you could reference to explain things for you or yeah, explain things absolutely. to you. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I had, because my anxiety was obviously suddenly that event happened. I had to fit in. I, I was constantly trying to work out how the world worked in case something terrible happened or right. thing. And it was, it was kind of useful on some level, but um, yeah. the anxiety wasn't, it was just desperate, desperately yeah. painful. Um, so the anxiety disappeared. What was useful was I had, uh, 10, 12 years of going through every sort of therapy experience and trying things out to get rid of the anxiety. So I kind of, I, I know how to deal with anxiety for other people. I just couldn't mm -hmm. deal with it for myself until I did the energies and the conscious questions I developed and stuff from it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I saw this complete matrix. I saw how the world worked. And it wasn't just about health. It was, like I say, economics, politics, history, human behavior, family, dynamics I just literally saw this whole picture um and I really I've spent my kind of 
adult life trying to explain to other people this is the matrix this is what's going on really behind uh, i went to china worked in a big hospital and i went kind of there i thought okay i'm going to go there china they'll know about it and i talked to them this was in the 1980s and i talked to some very old chinese doctors that were kind of pre-communists that knew all this stuff and i said oh, what about this and how it is um they didn't have a clue didn't know what i was talking about oh. but when you look at ancient Chinese textbooks, ancient Chinese works from like two, three thousand years ago, they talk about it. They talk about the matrix, now everything is energy and how it's all working. It was just kind of lost. And there was a period in China just over 2,000 years ago, a 15-year period in which they burnt every single book that talked about the energies and how they interacted. We know the books existed because we've got the libraries, we've got the records of these, but we didn't know what was in these books. So I've kind of, like I said, I've spent my adult life trying to reform this back into the world. Wow. The Five Institute is about um, internal and external cultures. How do we live with ourselves? How do we live together? And then I've got this stuff about the energies of the years and economics and politics. And I even do a really cool thing about the energy of toilet seats and how they work. <laughs> Listen, toilets are big Listen, here on this show. I mean, toilets are big on the show. We actually talk about toilets. Well, quite often, actually. So yeah. we'll have to. We want to be sponsored okay. by the Toto. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your man. I can do the energy. Of we only like I'm the self-warming man. ones, though. <laughs> yes, the exactly. seats that okay. self-warm. We don't want the That's... ones that talk to you. I mean, no, no. no but the warmers, no. definitely. <laughs> we don't want them talking to you in that. the middle of the night. <laughs> no. well, <laughs> well, warm and uh, uh, warm toilet seat. That's a very kind of fire energy thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> fire and earth, yeah. a bit of fire and earth energy kind of. Of course, hangs out together. Uh, this fire would like a fire. I know, the hotter, seated. the better. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Do you have a sense for why? Uh, you know what, what was what was the the? Did you get a sense when you were in China why they burned all the books? Like what? what that was about is that just uh yeah what, what yes. was that i'm um, curious uh, so what it was there was a, a dynasty called the joe dynasty that was uh, just over to, it was um it ran for nearly a thousand years mm -hmm. started at um uh, about three thousand years ago i'm not i'm dyslexic i'm not great at days but it started about three thousand years ran for nearly a thousand years mm -hmm. and then it was defeated by a dynasty called the chin mm -hmm. and the chin took over but that dynasty lasted 15 years. Oh. So we've got one dynasty that lasts over a thousand, and the other one lasted 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, but in that 15 years, they burnt all the books. And they did this bit group, they didn't burn all the books. It was it was known as the Great Fires of Chin. Mm. And they burned the books, but they also uh, buried alive all the philosophers, because that period of time was known at the time of a hundred philosophers. So it's when Taoism started, Confucianism yeah. started, it was all that period of great blossoming of philosophy. Mm. And then the Qin came in for 15 years and they just, they, they, they were what's known as legalists. So it was all about the law and things and they just didn't want any other philosophers mm. uh, or any other wow. philosophies. So they just burnt all the books and, wow. and they just, just did that. But they only lasted 15 years, but we lost everything. We lost everything, apart from things like the I Ching, left behind a little bit in medicine, mm -hmm. the art of warfare. They're mm -hmm. about the only three big books that got left behind. Wow. Is that, I mean, this were the elements or have you or uh, 
track the elements back to that period of time. Did that period of time, does that fall in a particular element? Like that's a metal time or, I mean, we should probably talk about what the elements are, but what are the elements? And was that like kind of a, an, by design a almost cycle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. By design. Yeah. They, they kind of, each of the, each of the dynasties was related to a particular, uh, particular energy, but the, um, what the Qin were, I mean, they built the Great Wall of China in 15 yeah. years. You know, yeah. they, they, were, they united the whole of China with a written language. They united the whole of China with a spoken language. Mm. But they, because they basically said, if you don't write like this and you don't speak like this, we'll kill you. It's a very efficient way to get things yeah. done. That, uh, that, <laughs> moves things, were, that moves uh, things along quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they took over because they did things like there was a, there was a certain before there was a certain honor that you when your en enemy was crossing a river you would let them get to the other side and then you would have the battle and all be fine well the chin would wait until everyone was in the river and then they would have a go at you oh. so it's kind of you know it's kind of sneaky sneaky stuff yeah um, but it was a, dis a bit disruptive but mm -hmm. the issue was about the, that loss of that wealth of um uh information and this just understanding of how the how the world works and so yeah my life i've really kind of spent kind of re putting that back out into the world and say okay this is how you might want to look at this right. and that's wow. been my last what, 40 40 40 wow. plus years or so. wow yeah. that's incredible i mean the richness of not only just the history but the work itself mm -hmm. and understanding it mm -hmm. is it's very, very complex. I know we, we talked, um, Nicholas Holly and I, uh, before we, we, we scheduled this, my dad was very much into I Ching and feng shui and, you know, all that work and just the deepness and, um, richness of those processes. I don't even know what to call them. Processes, philosophies is extraordinary. Um, and so just even understanding those, let alone the history and how they fit into a more complex, uh, view of, society and the world is just phenomenal. So I'm sure your 40 years have been busy <laughs> getting all that under and then and then being able to share it with other people too and, and helping people understand those principles and tools and um, mm -hmm. is huge. So busy. He created the vitality I know, test, which we took, which we took. It was one test that we ran towards. We did. We run away from tests usually. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it's about us. We'll run towards it. I was pretty sure we couldn't fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. There so was that no was a little easier. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no and I didn't have to call you and say, well, what's my answer, Gina? Because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. I take a test. And I'm like, Gina, I'm not sure. How do I feel about that? Do I want like, <laughs> yeah. you know, no, a you hug or do I want, you know, you do did I a good want job on that? Yeah. Anyway, no, I did. I did it all by myself, you my did. little self. So can you talk a little bit about the vitality test? And of course, we're going to link this for our yep. audience. We want everybody to go take it. And it's free too. It's free. Yes, please, yeah. please share. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the basic idea is that we, we were all born with a kind of like an energy blueprint. And it pretty well kind of stays, stays uh, all our life. And it's based around the kind of these balance of these kind of five energies. And where you have your dominant energies, that tends to be how you'll see the world, what you'll gravitate or, or move towards. And where you have your low energies, mm -hmm. that tends to be where you have your blind spots. We'll talk about when people have a balance of all five fairly equally, but most people have one or two that are, are more dominant, and that's how you tend to see the world. And each energy has a, a kind of big question to it. And it's a question you're constantly asking throughout your life. 
in different in different ways and potentially testing as well to find the answer to the big question. So should we go through the energies to, so everyone listening can kind of get a bit of, a, bit of an idea? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Okay. So the first energy is water energy, and that's related to winter. And in winter, you basically you live with the consequences of your actions. So people with a lot of water energy are always looking at consequences. Well, how will this play out? How will that be? So that, and their big question is, am I safe? Is it safe? How is this going to be? So that's what they're kind of always looking for. As an as a energy, they have a very kind of want to look as a big perspective, a big picture. Well, why do they want a big picture? Well, that's a really good way to be safe. The bigger your picture, the wider your perspective, the less surprises. So they have a very big perspective on life. They're reflective with water. Uh, and they also have this power that water, uh, water gives of being willing to constantly work away at something. Mm. Uh, and, and they're always looking to this, this safety thing, but also is it sustainable? Is it going to last? Which is all around that safety, sustainability. Mm. They're looking about resources. Um, so someone like Richard Brands, and you'll often see them with a kind of a kind of square jaw. So you'll and uh, and you'll often find news agencies will have female news anchors will have a lot of water energy. So you'll see this. If you look at the news, you'll see all these, particularly women. You'll see with big square jaws, and that's because we tend to trust people with a lot of water energy. Whether or not the news is trustworthy or not, we trust the people with with that with that energy. Um, so they're the tall the time. They're kind of so Richard Branson has lots of water energy. So he has this big, um, but he has all this stuff going around safety in the brand and, and, and aeroplanes that they need to be safe and stuff. Yeah. But then he'll go out into outer space in a hot air balloon. Right. Thinking, What's that about? You're right. about thing. And then he, uh, it ain't and then about he's got safety. All about the safety. <laughs> it ain't yeah, about the safety of the yeah, no. <laughs> safety yeah. of the brand and safety right. of the, so he has lots of he has some other stuff kind of going on which makes it difficult. Then you've got wood energy, and that's related to spring, and spring is about new, fresh, innovative. So if you have a lot of wood energy, it's about innovation, doing things differently, being disruptive, being rebellious, being mm -hmm. challenging. Um Gina all whining at me that for those that are listening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would be me. Uh-huh. Am I on that 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 question? Am I free? Yeah. So that's their big question is am I free? Yeah. And uh, that's all the time kind of that's all the time kind of play playing out. And they tend to have longer faces and um, this kind of this freedom. Remember, we can have a mixture of these energies, but they have this big thing going around freedom. Uh, so so they'll sometimes test their freedom. They say, I'm going to say something outrageous now. Yeah. Just to see whether I have the freedom to do whatever I want and they don't like to be trapped and it doesn't matter whether it's, uh, something is right or wrong, just don't, just don't trap me. They always have a big sense around justice and injustice. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And they say, okay, no, that's really under, and they will stand up against anybody and anything if there's an injustice that kind of goes on. It's a really kind of okay. big thing about the world so being, uh, a world being that's fair. Oh. They play with the rules as in, Stick to my rules, <laughs> but I'm not 100 percent sure I'll stick to your rules. Right. So they'll have cross the rules, and there'll be anything. But then they'll go and park anywhere they want to because you know it's not that important. So it's that kind of freedom rules playing and, and right. stuff like that. Those rules don't apply to them always, right? Those rules don't yeah. apply to me. <laughs> or, or, or the other thing they do, they'll typically do 
they'll if they're an entrepreneur or something something new will come along that's a bit kind of confusing and they'll go okay here are the rules this is how it works everybody mm. everyone goes ah okay thank you so that they love things in new they'll be early adopters and they'll work out the rules of the game yeah mm-hmm. so true and then break them mm-hmm. after they work them out <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. the developer of the game. They are the referee of the game. They are the yeah. scorekeeper of the game. Well, one of our badassery yeah. principles is I haven't met a b- rule I haven't wanted to break. Right. Okay, like, you know, like yeah. that's one of the principles. So true. Unless I'm like yeah. in an airplane flying or something. Right. I mean, don't, some, don't do yeah, that. Okay, yeah, but. Yeah. 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 So someone like Dr. Martin Luther King has, had a lot of uh, uh, wood energy. So he's very clear about, okay, these are the rules. Let's keep within them, but let's actually be very disruptive within the rules. Right. So it was a, it was a, and they're very visionary. They see a different future that other people can see. Yes. So you would see that and and they're connected with your imagination and dreaming and stuff like that. So hence I had a dream. Um, Then you have kind of fire energy and that's related to summer and it's hot and it's, it's passionate. And um, there is a kind of, we naturally, as we know, we kind of naturally warm towards people with a lot of uh, a lot of fire energy, uh, and their question is: uh, Am I loved? Are we loved? So it's about am I loved? Am I valued? Am I appreciated? Yeah. Um, when it goes wrong, it's kind of oh, love me, love me, love me. <laughs> right, Gina? That's my desperate mode. <laughs> That's yeah. your desperate mode. Yeah, you looked a lot desperate. like me just then, Nick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yes. No. That is that is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. But but. but 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 if you really kind of think what their what's their their kind of absolute gift is, and you're doing it here, you're doing it here on the interview, you're all the time working out whether I'm okay and this is going okay and things are going okay yeah. and how are we feeling together yes. and you're holding I can watch you holding that space. Yes. There's always saying, okay, let's do this now, let's do this, and you're going, okay, how's how's the, how's the love here? How's yeah. the love going on? Exactly. Yeah. I don't want her to disrupt thinking. our love, Nick. That's the reality exactly. is I don't ever Listen, want Holly to get in the way of my love. Is fire. Oh, that's true. That's true. You yeah. have a little too temperate there we go. maybe with so a little love. I'm holding some space here yeah. too. But and that knocking is knocking out the rules. Okay, but <laughs> so true. So 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 Holly's just come in with, well, that was a bit unjust. I've got some fire energy as well. <laughs> <laughs> she she blew she, she blew the whistle. That's a foul. I um in the game. I, I was love being not that. nice to her. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. I mean, so before true. we get to Earth and Metal, I I have people, my Virgo people, because I'm like going. Okay, I have a dream. That's Pisces. I have a lot of Pisces energy. I I think in terms of astrology, you know, because I'm yeah. I'm I'm an astrologer, and so my Virgo people are going to want to know about the and maybe you can address this as you go. So I know I'm over fifty percent with my wood and my fire, but my wood is much more than fire for sure. But the combined is over 50%. Is there like a striking zone mm-hmm. of like how much, you know, how much that shows up the fire versus the wood? Mm-hmm. And, and is there a percent that you can say, okay, yeah, you're really coming with the, am I loved and am I free more dominant, yeah, yeah, energy? Yeah. And cause my Virgos are going to want to look and put some statistics on, on their, their test yeah. results. Yeah. So <laughs> and I have a little Virgo in me too. So I think a little bit like, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, one of the things we'll do if we've done work and we're kind of evolving is we'll shape shift between the energies. We'll kind of be in a, okay. a kind of wood energy wood energy space. Or we'll move into kind of 
in, into kind of fire energy. So I've got equal wood, fire, and earth. Mm. Oh, so I could go, we could in this interview, I could just be really disruptive and say difficult things and stuff like that. But my fire engine says, hey, well, these are, I love these people. We've, we've only, we only had a couple of meetings, but I've fallen in love. You know, there's yeah. love going on here. Yeah, there? there is. So I'm not going to be disruptive. My earth thing is I, I'm trying to say, okay, are the people listening to this? Because we have to remember people listening to this. Are they kind of earth energies? Do I understand? Am I understood? It's about mm. community. It's keeping people together, making sure no one's no one's alone. Mm. So my earth energy is say, oh, I'm thinking. I really hope people understand. Hope people understand this, and I help. I hope this helps them understand themselves. And I hope this is a, a really nice way to to bring people together, and you can understand your partners. Right. So my different energies are dipping in and out, because what I'm trying to do. Whereas if I was in a different circumstance, I might be really stepping into um so i was running a big web i was part of a on a big uh, show yesterday and i kind of stepped into some quite kind of wood energy i thought actually i've got to be a bit disruptive here because there's some things here that are really not going to help society so i'm going to be disruptive here and, and and challenge people on on what goes on and i'm so so you kind of dip in and out so it's not so much the number mm. it's the circumstance gotcha that, that that kind of goes that kind of goes on and the thing really is to kind of just um, have a level of awareness of kind of what energy am I in and is, it, is that energy serving this situation? Is it right. serving this relationship? Is it serving this, this world at this moment in time? Yeah, I, I know Holly has talked quite a bit about how important it has been for her from an astrology standpoint to have an awareness of, you know, when you see behaviors or see people showing up in a certain way, you can kind of go, okay, well, I understand them differently. If I, sometimes, you know, their astrology chart, sometimes you don't, but you can kind of make some assumptions. Oh, I can see. You it's can see like it. the face, the jaw and stuff. I, you can tell. <laughs> you can I'll tell. I'll say, well, they don't have any water. They can't help that they don't show up, that water, you know, in the element in yeah. astrology, because that shows up a bit cold. Right. So you, you, you mm -hmm. be the opposite of the fire energy that we're talking about here. Yeah. And, you know, you can kind of see that. I'm like, okay, well, they just don't understand that. And, and honestly, it is an invitation to your point, Nicholas, that it is an invitation to integrate. If you don't have that in your chart to figure out how to integrate that compassion, that, that, you know, um, right. you know, the more sensitive aspects of yourself, right. um, but you don't naturally show up that way. That's right. And with awareness, you can, just like you did yesterday, you can sit, you can see what's going on in a way that you can then utilize one of your attributes, you know, to insert it in service to the group, right? And so yeah. I, I think with, it reminds me a lot of the astrology and some of the things we've been talking about on the podcast is just creating awareness around things so that when you're in circumstances, you can show up as your best self and your most badass mm -hmm. self and and in support of the greater good, do the best work for the yeah. for the collective. And so, so these, what I'm hearing from you is the vitality test creates awareness about what tools you have in your tool chest, where you might be have some blind spots, and then you can seek those things out in situations where you might need them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 the one thing we'll say is that. Knowing your energy, they're not. If you know your energy type, your vitality test profile, yeah. uh, it's not an excuse for bad behavior. Oh, it's my wood energy. Right. <laughs> kind of right. Like, oh, yeah, I, Holly. So I'm going to push I, this I, through. I'm, I'm, <laughs> out, 
<laughs> I'm going to push this through at any cost. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. It's my wood energy. I'm a wood. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that isn't that isn't how it. That, the idea is because you know it, you actually are less likely to do it. It's not an excuse. Oh, it's my wood energy, so therefore I'm going to be disruptive and rude. Right. I mean, one of the things I think is really so. If you use the example last night, I went into my wood energy because there was a really big injustice going on. Mm. And I thought, no, I'm sorry, and I went. I went kind of realize that kind of badass at it and right. say, disruptive. It's this, and and just really wood energy. When it has a plan, there is nothing that's going to stop it. When it doesn't have a plan, there's no way of getting going. But when you have a plan and you're heading somewhere, you and um, and you just so you can really kind of drill a point home. Uh, however, there's a point at which you need to say, hmm, <laughs> "Not sure this is." <laughs> and and, and I, I did, after that, I didn't go over that point. It was just there was an injustice. I didn't yeah. like it, and, yeah. and, I, and I said, "No, we, we can't do this." We have I to do love that. Different. That yeah. that's yeah. leading that's leading with kindness right there. Yeah. No injustice. Yeah. 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 So so that earth energy, yeah. it's related to late summer. And those are those kind of like those lazy, hazy days where everything kind of slows down. And you see those kind of adverts on the telly. Yeah. Where there's kind of um all the kind of beautiful food laid out. You're in Italy, they're eating and drinking yeah. and it's sunshine and talking and it's all family. I mean, that's earth energy. That's what they that's what they love and what's happy. Uh, and the big question is, do I understand and am I understood? And so it's about are we understanding each other? Do you understand what I'm saying? How I uh, their challenge can be that uh, they have a perception that there is all the time in the world, mm-hmm. and they will can often give all the time. And their struggle is often to know the difference between giving and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And there's a and they'll often move into sacrifice as opposed to a place of giving because they want everyone and everything to be all right. And they kind of have. And this is where it's fortunate. This is a, a podcast rather than a, a video show. They can also, people like me, be a little bit prone to get a chubby face occasionally because we love our food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bit of a foodie thing going on. Anyway, Earth is um, my second. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with myself, perhaps that is an excuse for bad behavior. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, no. <laughs> but it is, food, is, food is important, it's nourishing, it's nurturing, it brings us together, it's communication, it's family, it's, it's that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final uh, energy is metal energy, and that's related to autumn to fall. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, things disconnect, they, they leave, they end, they finish. Um, so their big question is, well, what's missing, what isn't there? And they have an ability to uh, to detach and, and look out from the outside. They're actually very, very sensitive people, mm. and they will often cope with uh, quite a brutal world by being slightly detached and keeping things out, or just say, no, I don't care about that. And they can appear like quite kind of cut off from things, mm. but they're not. They're only cut off because it's just too sensitive. So every energy is related to a certain part of the body and the metal energy is related to our lungs and our lungs are the only organ that's actually connected with the outside world everything else is contained so it's a very kind of sensitive you get kind of strong smells you can immediately do it so they have that sensitivity uh but they'll sometimes do it by creating detachment uh love elegance simple things so simplicity is a desire metal energy yeah and then obviously the question is what missing what isn't done they they often as a an element if you've got very dominant metal energy 
it kind of gets quite a hard time in the world. And that's because, particularly in the personal development world, mm-hmm. they get a really hard time. Because the person, personal development role world is dominated by different energy types with different agendas. Right. So people with a lot of water energy, water energy is about purpose. They say, the most important thing in life is purpose. And you'll see Tony Robbins, big jaw, purpose, find your purpose, you'll be indestructible, right. you'll be fearless, you'll do right. uh, Simon Sinek, all these purpose-driven people. And they'll say, them, just find your purpose and you'll be 100% fine. Right. And, and they're dominant in that idea. And people with wood energy say, it's not about purpose, it's about freedom. Right. Come on, it's about freedom. Nothing to do with it, but it's about freedom. Get your freedom, laptop millionaire, freedom all over the world. And the fire energy sap says, it's not about that, it's about love. Earth energy sap says, no, it's about community. And then the metal type says, it's nothing about that. It's about simplicity and zen and inner calm and peace. Yeah. So each energy is trying to drive their agenda within personal development based on how they see the world. Right. And the uh, with fire energy, their big thing is be happy, keep smart, get positive thinking. Yeah. And you do that, everything's going to be great. And, this is so, and, and because fire and energy are greater, promoting shining light and talking about stuff, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they have sold the world on this idea of positive thinking. Right. Because right. They, they love it. They love it. And it's, it makes them feel good and they're happy and they feel great. So along comes a, someone with metal energy and says, well, this isn't missing. This isn't right. This isn't okay. We need to do this, which is like absolutely essential. I work in lots of hospitals and you have people that work on intensive care, for example, with lots of metal energy. And they'll say, this is missing. This isn't right. And they save thousands of lives by saying what isn't right right and what is missing. Right. Right. You get people's, you spot what's missing. It's, it's, it's absolutely, uh, uh, someone I know works in a, with nuclear power and he's all the time saying, actually, we've missed this. We've missed this. We've missed this. But in the personal development world, they say, when they start going, well, this isn't right, you still need to do this. Oh, God, you're so negative. No wonder you're so. You need to have positive thinking. Mm-hmm. You need to be really positive, have all these positive thoughts. And then they start getting really stressed. And I used to have people come to me, I'm really worried. I've read this book about positive thinking, and I just constantly see what's missing and what isn't there. And I'm worried I'm going to be yeah. not have a happy life. And I said, no, that's just one energy's view of it. Right. One energy is creation of it. So good. I love that. It's so interesting. My sister-in-law, I had I had my family take the test, of course, right? And mm. uh, my sister-in-law has heavy metal en- energy, metal metal and earth, but yes. more metal, I think. And she's an engineer. So she's great. Mm. She points out what's missing, okay, all the yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. And saves people's lives. Okay. Yep. And yeah. um yeah. And, yeah. she clearly and, you know, has a skill set we do not. And she she's hi Teresa. She's listening to this podcast for hi, sure. Teresa. But but she's she would be one like that would go, what's all this positivity? Like, you know, it's toxic positivity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we're now at that point. But she's interested and and wants to understand it. But yeah, no. It's I not mean, as needed for her and no, not as I but I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Uh, how you've mm. presented it that yeah. the energies come at this spirituality or self-development in such a different way and yeah no i can i see that in Mm. her you know yeah yeah sure so i'm writing a book called it's for people with metal energy it's called the positive thinking myth Uh, and 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 it's actually a fable it's a story about this guy that's on the circuit of positive uh, of personal development he's going around these different events talking about kind of he's got lots of fire energies goes around 
at these events talking about positive thinking as all these he's a guru and everyone's following him and all these and, it, uh, and then there are four other energies there that are all struggling with the positive thinking in different ways. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. it's a really, it's an exploration around how each of us approaches our personal and spiritual development. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with putting, having smart and being happy. It's just, you can't, you've got to be careful that you feel you're not good enough or you're not doing a good enough job or there's something wrong with you because you can't do what someone else is telling you to do so yeah. i think I have that's no interest super important in, actually that's really uh, yeah. important to, to, to hover on for a minute because i do I think do. there hmm. is some shame that people feel when they can't feel the way people are telling them they should be able to feel but it's it, the reality is it's likely just not in their makeup to feel it yeah. the way yeah. people are saying it. Mm. so that is really important to say yeah because i my son is metal I, he's not taking the test i will tell you right now he is heavy he's got to be really heavy wow. metal uh yeah heavy metal <laughs> um and my fire he's a energy musician too so i was trying to do wow. a guitar and not a very good job <laughs> not a good, yeah, sorry okay close. I apologize. I mean, pretty, go just go back to listen to the the intro that will be better yeah. um but but he he struggles when when he's really focused on some, you know, detailed things, the things that are missing. And I'm like, it'll all work out. We just, we, we just had just this issue like literally this. a month ago where I, I said, it'll all work out, but it's just fine. You're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Honestly, that really made him more anxious, more frustrated, yeah. more. She was telling me, she goes, she goes, yeah, he, he doesn't want to hear that from me. I go, no, I don't think so. No, <laughs> he really didn't. And so, you know, that helps me understand like the, he probably feels like there's something wrong with him if he can't get to where I'm at. Yeah. And there's there's nothing – he's 17. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. It's just he is not wired to get there like In that I way. Am. In that way. In that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely spot on. Uh, one of the things that we do some, some work with um, and I developed over like my 35, 40 years in clinical practice was something called conscious questions. And it's the questions you ask to get your unconscious to – to give you the answer to. And you can target a question based around an energy or, uh, so, so you can have, um, you can ask a, a, a question, something like, why is it okay not to know everything at this stage? Mm. Okay. And what that is, is an, it's an assumptive question that has an assumption that at some point you will know, okay. but it's okay not to know everything at this stage. It's okay not to know. No. So why is it? You say it's okay. Why is it okay not to know everything at this stage? It's fine not to know everything at this stage, uh, and it's normal. And you can say so. You'll often uh, so basically with a conscious question, your unconscious mind and your imagination has to answer that question, right? Because that's what they do. They just have to answer the question, um, and and the unconscious mind, imagination doesn't care whether the answer helps you or doesn't help you. It just answers the question. So, we'll just answer it. so you say, oh, God, what's wrong with me? Why am I struggling so much? Your unconscious mind, your imagination will say, okay, this is what's wrong with you and this is why you're struggling. Right. You say, God, why do I feel so bad? Well, let me tell you why I feel so bad. Oh, God, why am I so useless? Well, let me tell you why you're so useless. It just gives you those answers. So it will always give an answer. <laughs> so with conscious questions, we do layers and stacks and different things to allow people to shift in their thinking. So... We were doing a lot over the kind of ho uh, whole kind of COVID thing with people. And I have a, an, um, a monthly membership called This yeah. Vital Life. And we have the kind of a, a, a whole community. We look at conscious questions, the energies, the, the stuff going on with a year, different things. And there's a really nice, you can do kind of stacks of conscious questions. So you might do something like, uh, why is it normal to feel stressed at this time? Mm. 
Mm. So you normalize it. And then you say, and why will I cope with that? And why will things be fine in the end? Mm. Right. Or you might say, uh, why is it normal to feel stressed at this time? And what aspect of my past will allow me to get through this? Mm. And then your unconscious mind will say, okay, what aspect is say, or, or, or why will my past allow me to get? So you have to acknowledge the reality that yeah. you're really struggling. Yeah. But yet you then come up with a second solution that would help mind you through it so what you can't do is you can't ask a question that will clash so you i think you were asking questions with your son that was clashing with his unconscious Mm -hmm. and his energies and 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 it was just creating an internal so we did talk about some stuff like internal contradictions when one part of it's one thing and you were creating an internal i should be like this but i can't be like this and i should be like this and internal contradictions paralyze us and distress us Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use conscious questions, the understanding of the energies in order to resolve internal contradictions and to also normalize stuff and then recognize there is. And I think the question, uh, why is it okay not to know everything at this stage yeah. is a really nice question for that earth, earth, metal, metal thing. Right. Um, right. Right. Uh, no, and it uh, almost uh, gives you permission to not know as well and make that okay so that you can move through something mm-hmm. without all the answers, yeah. which, you know, uh, metal yeah. metal will struggle with more than us fire people who don't give two craps, but <laughs> let's just go and have fun as long as we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> who cares? You know? Uh, so yeah, that would, that's a great, I, that's a great, I love that. I love that. Well, and yeah. so, so how people get access to these conscious questions is through the Five Institute and the community. Yeah. So um, in the book, The Art of Kind and Flowing Relationships, there are, there's a, a kind of light introduction to con- conscious questions there because they're really nice in our relationships. No, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you might be having something kind of going on between you and you might then do a conscious question. And uh, why is it important to remember that we're, you just ask yourself, why is it important to remember that we're both different? Mm. And it allows the difference. They're not wrong. And there's, ju- there's just a difference. Or you might ask if you're kind of getting down in the and, and one of the challenge and we'll talk at some we'll have a podcast at some point of looking at the energy of the time we're in but we're coming in we're in we're now uh, in a metal uh, in a water tiger year yeah mm-hmm. very powerful year one of the most important years in the sixty year cycle it's about legacy it's about uh, taking back your power it's about authority it's like a really really important year for us to decide how we want the future to be. Mm. But one of the things we have to do is we have to resolve the black and white thinking that's come out of two metal energy years. So we've just had two metal energy years. Metal energy loves simplicity. Right. And the way to have simplicity is to have black and white thinking. You're like this, you're like this, you're like this, you're good, you're bad. So we've had division based around black and white thinking. And we have to uh, resolve that in um these these next two years because these next two years are deciding how things are are fundamentally going to be for the next 60 years so it's a really really important time to kind of to to get that resolution right so i mean that's the the essence of what we do at excuse me the essence of what we do at the five institute is is internal external cultures how do i live without myself how do we live together uh it's it's why i wrote the book the art of kind of flame relationships it's why Rune and myself founded the No More Boxes movement. We've got a book called The Story of Boxes, how we can put each other in boxes. And they're all book, they're both books that are written 
to help us get through this particular stage right. of this black and white thinking. So you can use a conscious question like, uh, why is it important to remember that we're both different to allow difference? Or you might do a, a question of um, you're in this situation and you say, well, what would the highest version of me do now? Oh, oh that's a lovely question. Wow. You're at each other. You're going like this. And you, you, you have to create a little, have a little bit of enough energy to be able to detach. Yeah. Or if you're really angry, you can't be angry if your eyes are open. If your eyes are closed, you can't be angry. So you could just close. I mean, be careful the other person doesn't hit you. But just keep your eyes <laughs> close. Your eyes. <laughs> and also, and this is this is some really wise words from me. Don't do that when you're driving. Don't work out. Well. Yeah, okay. well, that's helpful. <laughs> safety first. I like safety that. Yeah, safety first. Safety so, first. so if you've got rage, earth, right? road rage, <laughs> mm -hmm. don't drive with your eyes closed. Just pull over and just pull rest. over and but yeah, anyway, yeah. You, then you, rest you, you, the, what the book talks about, you've got to have to have the premise, enough calm to be able to just take a right. metal energy is lungs, take a breath. It allows you to detach. That's how it works. So you just breathe in, close your eyes, get rid of the anger. And then you just kind of think, okay, why is it important to remember that we're both different? What would the highest version of me do here? And you might ask also, I love this. What would the lowest version of me do here? Yes. Do you have some contrast? Right. Yep. Wow. What the highest version of me and what my lowest version. And then what you're doing, which is one of the really important things within this water tiger year, is you are taking authority back to yourself about how you feel and, and how, how you're going to act. Wow. So you just pause. Why is it important to remember that we're both different? What would the highest version of me or the lowest version of me? And that often calms it down. And this might sound like a joke, but it isn't. It's it's a this next one is a really good question. You might you you can often say, so why is it important for you that we're both different? And why is it important to remember that I'm married to an idiot? And then it kind of really helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm actually true. It's kind yeah. of like it, it, it gives well, a reason I know. as to why yeah. they're behaving that. But honestly, I mean, the, the face, the <laughs> delivery, and then the words just didn't go together. I mean, you look so calm and serious, and then the words just, I mean, it was, I couldn't help but laugh. That was awesome. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. But, <gasps> but, but that that combination of that question, particularly like, why is it important to remember a married to an idiot? It kind of, you don't, you don't say it out loud, because that's not going to help the argument. But you could just, and it, but it just gives a reason for their behavior, because they're an idiot. Right. And that's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or was it important to remember the... that I'm married to an idiot at this moment in time? Exactly. 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 <laughs> Acknowledging the current state, right? Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Acknowledging the current state. That's okay. awesome. Okay. I love it. Okay. That's so awesome. we, you know, we, our time is winding down, yeah. but I do want to touch on, Gina and I are going, going to be the best students in your master class. I mean, I and mean, it's we, this, this Sunday. We're going to so. be down front. <laughs> In the front row of in the, the front row of the, of the, <laughs> the Zoom. Zoom, yeah. yeah. And Zoom. So yeah. we we're going to the masterclass on the water tiger. Yes. You're the water tiger, so it is a happy new year, and it was happy new year on the first of February. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so, this and you is, can sign up on through the vitality test. Can you get it? Yeah, but post? this is coming out after. So can yeah. can is there a reruns? Are there yeah, reruns? Yeah. So yes. you just go to five five institute dot com. Yeah. Uh, and there will be a, a, a link to see the kind of replay, perfect, uh, the recording, and 
it's three hours, but I'm breaking it down into kind of like bite-sized chunks. So, and it's really designed to be a kind of a guide to take you through this this year. Because like I say, this year is a, a really important year to kind of get us through. So there's kind of tools to help you kind of get through this year to deal with the stuff that we need to do. Plus, uh, each month, I'm going to give you the energy waves of the coming month. Okay, this is the energy of the com- coming oh, month. This fantastic. is what we'll be asked to do. This is what we asked to explore. These are some ways to handle it. This is some conscious questions you might want to use. So you might say, okay, well, this month is going to be about relationships, or this month is about... Mm. So there's a kind of a month-by-month guidance, and you get that as part of the as part of the masterclass because it's not just about doing something in the moment it's about making a difference throughout the whole throughout the whole year throughout the whole whole year so it'll be there as a as a recording as a recording fantastic okay great so it'll be a lot of fun yeah it it will be fun it's early in the morning and gina and i i mean listen you're the only person we get up that early for i'm just telling you right now you should be very you're very special yeah (laughs) to say that but no we're really i was here by 9 30 this morning (laughs) that is unusual i know that is uh but i i so it will help you navigate what's coming so it's kind of like that that current I always call it the web of life, the matrix, whatever it is, that current, or mm. what's that current energy? Mm-hmm. How do I work with that to reset? Is it resetting everybody's life and trajectory for the next 60 yeah. years? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to yeah. live that long, but, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. I want to set whatever length I have. I, I want it to be it. good the rest of the way. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so just think last time we were in this year it was 1962. Okay. So we're beginning, we're, we are at the equivalent of the beginning of the 60s. In the beginning of the 60s, we started looking at things like human rights and trying to deal with that. But there was also things like a decision not to do kind of nuclear weapons. And Kennedy was really, took us, took it to the brink, but actually it was a really important action in order for us not to have a nuclear war. So we're kind of revisiting a bit of stuff going on. But one of the things that, that happened right in the beginning of the 60s is that they made a decision to base success of the world on economic growth and on GDP. Every country would be measured their success on GDP. And that was based around uh, consumerism and production. So we said, buy, produce, buy, produce. And if we do that, the world will be successful, more money and everything will lift it. And you have to ask, well, over the last 60 years, how has rampant consumerism and overproduction, how has it worked out for society? How has it worked out for the world? Right. right. How have we got on? Right. So we're being asked to say, okay, do we want to carry on doing that, or do we want? So, so it's literally those levels of decisions are being made in these uh, in in these few years mm. about how do we, how are we together, society? How do we live? We've got changes in cons- in consumerism, in spirituality, in geopolitics. It's massive, yeah. and it will be us as individuals deciding how it will be, as long as we don't just go uh, at each other right. because if, if us as ordinary people go at each other, then those in power will decide how it will be. And the game that's being played at the moment is there are arguments being created in order for us to have arguments for them to do what they want to do. Right. So you've got pro-vax, anti-vax, this or that, yeah. and the black and white stuff. And that's what we're doing. And while we're doing that, someone else decides how the world will be for the next 60 years. Mm. And what we're saying at the Five Institute is let's, let's just, black and white stuff, we can resolve that, but let's just be aware 
are what we really need to be siding. Right. So in the 1960s, they said, we want peace and love. We say, well, do we want that again? Do we want community? Do we want thing? And the challenge is that the black and white puts boxes. Oh, you're on the left, you're on the right, you're on this and you're on that. And we put each other in these boxes and we fail to have the proper conversations. Right, yeah. And to, to decide. So this is, we're born into this moment in time in order to decide how the world will be in the future. Yeah. And we can do that or we can't do that. We will do it or we won't do it. It's, it's in our gift to, to do it. So that's kind of, I know that's quite heavy stuff, but that's really what we're trying to do at the Five Institute is empower people to say, I want to have communities, I want to have this, I want to have right. things. And we will have new forms of politics. It is not left or right. It's a, a different style of uh, right. connection that we're, we're, we're forming, that we're forming. It's really yeah. fascinating yeah. because I see this, it, the conversations have started, you know, mm -hmm. you see it with the, like the younger people. I have a 18 year old that, you know, tells me, you know, we should be more socialist and, and, and or we should be, you know, we're, we, we need to change our government. And I'm like, socialist, is that really going to work with the con? So, you know, you've got this mm -hmm. older person here mm -hmm. that's kind of black and white like we don't want to go back there we need we, we right. how will that work and i'm my mind is bogged my wood mind is boggled <laughs> and then you mm. got the consumerism like everybody has too much you you don't need yeah. all that you know just go to the goodwill or the secondhand store and mm. get your clothes because yeah. we don't need to be creating more clothes and yeah. things to throw away yeah. and so you you know we, we're starting to have these conversations even within our households and so I think there's an interesting invitation to rethink that. And it's not about yeah. the argument. It's about evolving that to the next, you know, yeah. cycle or, you know, I don't right. want to call it generation, but next right. cycle of, you know, being better, I yeah. guess. Yeah. 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 And, and really catch oneself. When you hear the word socialist, you put a whole lot of associations in that box. And when you hear fascism, a whole lot of associations. Yeah. And actually, just don't put things in boxes. Be open to a possibility of, because as soon as you have two camps, yep. then you have a space in between for a, a battle to go on. So don't start falling into the trap of this or that, this label or that label or this, or you're a communist, you're a socialist, or you're this or you're that, because that is the bit that isn't going to create anything new. It's just going to create defense of a position, right. whatever position it is. So it's thinking beyond that. And we have, in 2024, we have a wood dragon year, and that is equivalent to 64, and that is a year where a different possibility starts to arrive as long as we can get get to that get, get to the that progress place. moving so okay. we're preparing for that 2024 yeah. year yeah wood yeah. year and that yeah. should be an innovative year and the dragon yeah. is we just I wanted to be a dragon <laughs> i'm not a dragon <laughs> here we go <laughs> How come uh, other people get to be a dragon and I'm not? <laughs> Doggone yeah. it. Okay, that yeah. would be kind of nice to be a dragon. But I think, so I want to, my my question is, obviously my my thought is, you know, uh, uh, in FIRE, we're all about community. How do we get everyone moving in this direction? Like, create awareness around the importance of this year or the next few years to build towards 24. I mean, is this a collectively, we all sort of have to settle on you know, whether it's love and peace or some new core pillars of the, of society again, or can, 
is this something that can be done within your own family, within your own communities, within your own circles? I'm, can you talk a little bit about that, Nicholas? Because I, if, as a listener, I'm probably wondering, because I'm wondering it, okay, well, what if we don't settle on something? I mean, what if we continue to go in this metal black and white back and forthness for a while and we don't kind of settle into something that helps evolve in a, uh, the the collective in the next 60 years? And we don't have something big to like make a huge shift in 2024 because we haven't done the work. Like, I'm just wondering about all that. Can you share your mm. thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. So one could be really careful when one hears this. You say, well, that sounds like so-and-so. You're going to do the, do the kind of box, box-based thinking. But I do a lot of work in organizations. And what we do is we create what's known as culture bubbles. So you have a group of people that say, okay, this is how we want to be and 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 what the nice thing about bubbles is bubbles tend to join together because mm-hmm. they're then they're not rigid they just kind of have a flexibility so the the important thing is to just remember that we are very very different we have different values we have different energies we have different experiences we have different views and that's kind of, that that that's okay and somewhere there is a middle ground right. of which we can be completely different and yet not have to go at, e- at right. each other right because one of the things that build, builds up has built up is lots of kind of stagnation and stuckness so when we get trapped in our boxes then we end up with kind of getting very stuck and trapped and when things get stuck and trapped the the, the emotion and the stuff comes out is anger people are just really angry and stuck and this and that so it's breaking down the thing of saying well actually let's not do these camps and these boxes uh, you might say, well, that sounds like a, a liberal snowflakey idea of no thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you want to say that, <laughs> but it's like you have to kind of say, well, so we so we just have to kind of relax enough to get some flow to movement. To, to, and what can we do ourselves? Well, um, cultures start with ourselves. So I do work at, uh, in, in organizations and I and I say, OK, tell me what culture you would like to have within this organization. And then they describe the culture that they would like to have. Mm-hmm. And then I ask them, and do you treat yourself that way? Oh, wow. And they go, ah, no. Because we kind of want the culture that we, yep. yeah. <laughs> outside, Absolutely. that yes. we want to have inside. So it's looking at what do we want, what do I want my culture to be like? And then you say, okay, do I treat myself that way? And how would I treat myself that way? And that's your bubble. And then you have a bubble with other people and, with different diversities, different energies, but it's you create the kind of bubbles that can exist and right. and, and float around and kind of move. Yeah. So there's a. Mm, I love but it. But you first thing is, do I treat myself that way to whatever culture you want to have? Um, I love it. Okay, I love that. I love that. So as we wrap up, is there anything else that we have missed in the conversation? I do. I feel happy. No, I do too. So I hope our intention is is projected out to all of our audience. Yes. And is there anything else that we have, perhaps we can share or do we feel complete? Nicholas? Yeah, no, I think, I, I, I think, I think, actually this is a very slight box space thing again. Some people approach the, China, uh, the Five Institute and say, oh, kind of Chinese energies, I don't like China. Oh. Oh. It's an interesting one. You say, oh. okay, well, we're actually talking about 5,000-year-old China. Is that the same as – is it a bit like saying, oh, I won't drive BMW because of what they did in the wall? 
Well, I won't do this because we're so there is a, a as soon as people hear the word, we do a box-based stuff. So if people are struggling with that, then it's just part of our struggle to to let go of perceptions. Yes, with it. Oh wow! So oh, I never even thought about that. Mm-mm. No, but you're right. Breaking down all those boxes is what's incredibly important, no matter what it is. But I had had not thought mm. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I do think mm-hmm. you know the Eastern versus Western. I think of it more that way than. China in particular, right? Like a a certain location. But, you know, I do think there is a bit of that in terms of, you know, foreign, different, maybe misunderstood, not understood, um, um, Mm. uncomfortable, whatever that is. That makes sense to me. But yeah, the China, I would never thought of that. Uh, And and we have those kind of Eastern philosophies. And then we have often many mid- Middle Eastern religions. So I'm a Catholic and brought up as a Christian Catholic. So we've got, I'm, a, I'm part of a Middle Eastern religion. Mm-hmm. And then we've got yeah. Western values of behavior. So, you know, we've got lots of, yeah. uh, uh, lot. lots of, lots of different stuff. And so, yeah, I have, I love uh, Eastern philosophies to understand the humanity and stuff. I really like Middle Eastern religions. It really works, works for me as a faith. Yes. And yes. some of the kind of Western values and, and stuff that they, they kind of, they kind of do, work as well yeah so i like the idea if, if we could all just think of it as bubbles and like yeah I do the visual exactly. is perfect where they all kind of like bubbles i Gina. love me some bubbles uh but they all kind of <laughs> like you know they do eventually find each other and hang out and cl- connect yeah, and right. and yeah. sit, sit with one another uh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, that's yep. a great visual. It's actually a fan, mm, good. A, a optimistic visual f- versus where we're at right now in, mm-hmm. in the yeah, world. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And everything is going in the right direction. We just have to watch a few things, a few things to watch. So I want people to be optimistic. We have a gift here. Wonderful time. We've been yeah. born into it. We have things like podcasts. We have things like things. Yeah. We can have beautiful levels of communication. No, you're we didn't have in the 1960s. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now's the time to collectively help move things in the right direction through, mm, yeah. through great conversations just like this. So yeah. yes, thank yeah. you so much for this, this great conversation. Fantastic. <laughs> I need to go. I mean, honestly, we could go on forever. Actually, I want him to uncork that bottle of wine and I send know, over <laughs> I know, I know we, we would just sit there and watch you drink it. If, if that's what it took just to enjoy it with you. I mean, that would, that's wouldn't so be nearly as fun, but we would do it. No, yeah. this was phenomenal. Thank you so much, Nick. Uh, it was we're excited to share the tools with our listeners. I'm excited for them to go and take the vitality test, grab a couple of the books. I think it's super important. And now is the time people, it's the water tiger. You got to do it. 60 years, 60 years cycle. Let's not mess this up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.